Fire Nation in the house. Johnny Dumas here, and welcome to episode 1384 of EO Fire, where I interview today's most successful entrepreneurs seven days a week. And I know you have big goals, Fire Nation. It's time to focus on the biggie with the Freedom Journal. All you need to do is visit thefreedomjournal.com and start accomplishing your number one goal in 100 days today. Thefreedomjournal.com. And now it's time to chat with today's guest, Jen Burson. Jen, are you prepared to ignite? Let's do this. Yes. <laughs> Jen is the president and founder of Generation PR, a public relations and social media marketing firm specializing in promoting beauty, baby, and lifestyle brands. Prior to founding Generation PR in 2005, she was a civil litigation attorney in Los Angeles. She's been profiled by Apple, Huffington Post, Business Insider, and Yahoo. Jen, take a minute, fill in some gaps from that intro and give us a little glimpse of your personal life. Oh, well, first of all, thank you so much for having me today. I'm really yeah. honored that you asked me to be a guest on your podcast. Um, well, let me fill in. So um, I'm also a mom. I have two young boys, ages six and four. So it's pretty crazy around here. <laughs> and um, I'm also a member of a two entrepreneur household. So my husband is also a business owner. And uh, it's pretty, it's pretty nuts. It's kind of fun. We go out on our own in the day and and try to crush as much as we can and then come back together at the end of the day and kind of share all of our wins. So it's really exciting to have my husband in the trenches with me too while he's uh, running his own business as well. And yeah, I just, I really love um, teaching entrepreneurs the best way to promote their businesses using kind of earned and owned media through traditional PR, social media, you know, whatever I can to help them grow their businesses in the media. Well, I'm sure some of those wins that you like to share are when you land contracts or land clients or generate revenue. So how do you specifically, Jen, generate revenue in your business? So our business is a traditional retainer business. So our clients hire us for a minimum of six months at a time. And that gives us enough time to kind of really get those long lead placements. So long leads are those print magazine opportunities. They just take a long time to secure. And we want our clients to give us enough time to do that. So we work on retainer. And when our clients hire us, we become an extension of their team. And we're really there to partner with them and do what we can to help their businesses grow. Um, and it's a really great model. It's worked out really well for my business. And for us, it just means that we can get kind of down and dirty in their businesses and say, okay, what resources, what contacts, what strategies can we bring to help grow their brands? And, you know, when we're on retainer, we're there as an extension of their team. And I'm also working on, you know, an online model um, where I, I just was really eager to reach more people and help more people grow their brands that could actually afford to hire us on retainer. And also, you know, now that I have children, it's um, a real kind of dream of mine, like everyone else, to leverage their time as much as possible. And, um, you know, also my older son has autism spectrum disorder, and I want to be there for my children and my family as much as I can be. So I really want to take the time to, um, you know, develop something that I can use to help more people that I can't just kind of have come on as part of our retainer business. And so we're recently, um, or pardon me, we're very soon launching Generation Academy, starting with my first course, which is Passionate Profitable PR. And we're going to launch that next month. 
Generation Academy. Now, this kind of brings up the point that I'm a little bit curious about reading your 50-word bio here is Generation. I just love the play on words because it's J-E-N, Eration Fire Nation. So it's her first name, Jen Generation. So tell us the uh, the history of that name. Oh, thank you so much. It's it served me so well. Um, I just, when I started my business, it was, you know, a way for me to put it out there as my company, but that it was bigger than me. We were generating press wins for our clients. We were generating sales for our clients, generating exposure and demand for our clients. And it just flowed really well. I I had actually a fourth grade teacher and she had an accent and she would say my name like Jin. And then she would say the word generally. And every time she would say the word generally or generate, it would make my head kind of perk up like, oh, she's talking to me. Right. And so I started to hear my name in words like generate and generally. And so when it came time to start the business and I was looking for a URL and some, you know, strong branding, it kind of just popped into my head generation because that's what we're here to do. We're here to generate as much interest and sales and traction and growth for our clients as possible. And it just, it just stuck. Well, that was a big win, just scoring such a perfect brand on a specific name. But you've had some losses as well, Jen. And that's kind of what I want to move into is what you consider your worst entrepreneurial moment to date. So tell us that story. Oh, boy. (laughs) Well, we pride ourselves on being very thorough and very detail-oriented. And when we send out pitches they're perfect. It's, you know, grammatically correct. We're dotting our I's and crossing our T's. I mean, the slightest typo, and it makes my heart start beating, you know, rapidly. <laughs> I just, uh, you know how that is. So we were working really hard on this great in-depth business pitch. So when we're pitching a brand or the products, it's a little bit different than when we're pitching the business itself or the business owners, because that's a, a deeper dive into the company and takes a little bit more careful crafting to tell a story. And you really only only get kind of one shot when you're reaching out to these publications like Fast Company and Inc. and Business Insider and Forbes. And so we worked really hard on this great, great pitch. And we sent it to the client for final approval. And we didn't know this, but they had kind of marked up the whole document. And then they sent it back to us with changes tracked. And they just wrote, this is approved. So I think you can see where this is heading. So um, a member of our team sent it out um, you know, we opened the document and we didn't see any track changes. We were kind of looking at it in like final draft mode, but it got sent out to our media contacts with all of the changes tracked and all of the comments and all of the red lines. And it was humiliating mm. to say the least. And one of the publications actually forwarded it to our client and said, do you know your PR firm is sending out red line documents on your behalf? So that was horrible. And, you know, it really taught me that as a business owner, you know, I didn't send it out, but it doesn't matter. This is my agency. This is my team. And we work as a team. And, you know, we have to take, I have to take responsibility for their misses and their, you know, their, their actions that are not uh, appropriate. And I, I completely backed up my, uh, my team member. She's incredible. And she was mortified and couldn't believe that something like that had happened. And I can assure you, we've never 
let, let anything like that happen again. But, um, you know, it's about taking responsibility for your team and kind of owning up to your, your mistakes and saying, yep, that happened. I'm terribly sorry. How, you know, how can we make it right? Fire Nation, one of the last words that Jen said there, I really want to hone in on because it's one of the most important words in entrepreneurship, and that's responsibility. It is so easy to just make excuses for anything, to blame somebody else, to play the blaming game, so to speak. But true entrepreneurs, successful entrepreneurs, long-lasting entrepreneurs take responsibility for every single situation that comes up because there's nothing else to do. There's nothing else to do but take responsibility and say, what can we do from this point going forward? Living in the past, you know, being terrified about the future, that's for other people. Take responsibility, live in the present, and move forward in the best way possible. That is so huge. Are you taking responsibility, Fire Nation, for all the actions that are associated with you and your business and your brands? My big takeaway, Jen, was that, but what do you want to make sure Fire Nation gets from that story? Well, absolutely that. Take responsibility. And I think that, um, you know, especially like it can translate to how a brand is represented in the media. If there's something public that happens with a company, um, an upset client that's kind of sharing, you know, airing their grievances on social media, um, you know, it's appropriate to take swift action, make it right, own up to those mistakes. And I can tell you that some of those opportunities and how you handle them in the moment are the greatest chances to establish your brand and convert angry customers in your, into your biggest brand evangelist. So it's really the way that companies and, and entrepreneurs are handling those down moments that earn you the best reputation. Jen, let's shift. Let's talk about an aha moment. One of your greatest you've had to date. Take us to that moment and tell us that story. You know, honestly, my biggest aha moment in my life, I think, is making the shift from law to PR and really kind of saying, okay, this is a, this is a career that would make me feel so happy and fired up as you say every single day. So I was still practicing law in 2004 and I was a civil litigator and I practiced for about four years and I always felt like law was just more of a job than a career. I know that you really understand that distinction, but I would go to work every day and I would, you know, do as much as I could and stay late and get there early. And when I was in it, I didn't realize how little I enjoyed it um, until I kind of stepped out. But I just had a hunch um, and, and like a kind of passion and a pull to this direction to help a brand that I found and begged the owner to just send me some free samples so that I could start promoting it. I just felt like I needed samples to reach out to the media. And I started doing this and I got a great press mention for this. It was a fragrance company and I got this great press mention and it, the results for this client were immediate. She wasn't paying me, but it felt so good to me to have a tangible result that I could hold in my hand and say, I did this. And she said it had the biggest impact in her sales that she had ever experienced. And I felt like, okay, if I could make a career out of this and earn money and do this every single day, I would be the happiest person in my, in my job. And that was my aha moment was, okay, if I'm enjoying this so much unpaid, imagine if I could make a business out of this. And so 
it was a little scary back in the day to leave this career that I worked so hard for and, you know, cost a lot of money to go to law school and, and a lot of investment. And I also was single at the time. Um, I was dating my husband, but we weren't married. And I had just recently bought a house in Santa Monica and had a mortgage payment. And I said, you know, can I do this and give it about a six month runway and give myself the chance to make this happen? And so I just went for it. And my biggest aha was, you know, this is a passion that I can turn into a a business and I'm ready to do it. I want to talk real quick about the thoughts that were going through your head, Jen, when you were saying, you know, I spent so much time in law school, so much money. I put in so many days, weeks, years into this current job right here. That's what I refer to Fire Nation as the sunk cost fallacy. We love looking behind us and saying, look at what I did all these past years. If I change course now, all those past years will have been a waste. Well, number one, that's wrong because (laughs) that was the life that you were living. Number two, do you want your future to be dictated by just decisions that you made in the past? Or do you want your future to be dictated by decisions you make today, right now, when you know what you want, when you know what's inside of you, what makes you blissful and excited and happy and passionate about what you're doing? Make that decision today. Don't let the decisions you made as an 18-year-old, you know, or in my case, you know, a 26-year-old when I decided to go to law school. Yeah. I didn't let that dictate the rest of my future because of that kind of offhanded decision I made because I didn't really know what else to do. So the sunk cost fallacy is real, Fire Nation. Don't let it sink you like it sinks so many others. Live today. Live for the moment and live going forward. And that's my big takeaway, Jen. What do you want to break down for Fire Nation? Well, I think that's great. And I, I know that we, you and I have kind of a shared experience yeah. in that regard. Yeah. And, um, you know, I kind of had the mindset that I could always go back. It felt like a really good fallback plan. I mean, obviously, I could, you know, go back to being an attorney and, and make a good living. And that Jen, was... Jen, burn the ships. What were you thinking? <laughs> <laughs> what was I really thinking? Oh, my God, this is terrifying. Yes. Um, this is really scary. But it didn't feel like a huge risk to me because it felt really comfortable in my tapping into a part of me that was really well suited for this business. And I realized that law wasn't the best fit for my personality. It felt like I was trying to fit a round peg into a square hole. And when I transitioned to this other field, it felt so natural. It came so naturally to me. I had all this fire and passion and enthusiasm in my belly to share my transition. And it it got me just more fired up than any other conversation I ever had about being an attorney. I felt like telling people that I was an attorney, it was kind of for my parents or to make them feel um, a little settled in my my path because it was secure and safe and, and predictable. But I didn't want secure, safe and predictable. I wanted to forge my own path and experience my own upside. And so that to me felt like the right path. And this was the best fit for my personality. So it was a little scary, but I also felt like, you know, I had this fallback, wasn't that scary. And of course, the economy was a lot different back then. It was right before the markets tanked and it just felt like, okay, let's do this. And if it doesn't work out, let's move on. Fire Nation, there's a great book, The 10 Biggest Regrets of the Dying. And their number one regrets from this book is that they let other people's thoughts, opinions, influences, or in some cases made up influences that they just assume that people thought or cared dictate their future. And they regret that to the nth degree. Don't have that regret. Jen, what's your biggest weakness as an entrepreneur? 
Oh, unplugging. Really have a hard time unplugging. Um, you know, I love my work and I love staying connected and I kind of feel like when I'm at least dialed in, even if I'm traveling, then I have a little bit of um, calm about things being handled while I'm gone. But, you know, I was recently in Mexico and I had a, a seven day trip in this amazing house. We we brought a, a bunch of friends with us and um, I had no kids, which was heaven um, for anyone who has kids. It just, you're kind of like, nobody needs anything for me and I don't have to pour a drink or cut up a sandwich or cut up grapes. Like this is incredible, but I don't know what it was. I just couldn't achieve a state of deep relaxation because I was always really focused on my work. And, you know, I, I know we always kind of like have that hair trigger, um, like reach for the phone and check the email and, you know, I'd say that's my biggest, my biggest weakness as an entrepreneur is truly unplugging, but I, I'm working on it and I try <laughs> to be mindful of it um, because I, I really want to be present for my, my family and my children and really enjoy this like very, very special time while they're young. So I'm working on it. What's your biggest strength? I'm actually really good at sales and reading clients when we're chatting at the beginning and kind of determining uh, what we call the pain in the butt factor <laughs> and whether they're going to be really fun to work with or, or really challenging to work with and how well it's going to fit in with our current client roster and how successful we're going to be promoting a brand. And I didn't really have this in the beginning and I felt like I would just take work as it came to me because I needed the money and I wanted, you know, you can't be in business unless you have a client to kind of keep the lights on. So I kind of took anything and everything that came my way and now I'm more selective with our clients and I want things that are going to really fit in well with what what we currently have going on in our current client roster and so within you know 20 minutes of talking to a client I can kind of sniff out that that you know is this going to fit or is this going to be more trouble than it's worth and then kind of converting that to sales so sometimes you know if I put a higher kind of price on the service and they're still interested then I know we can staff up to accommodate that more neediness of that client but sometimes I say you know what I just don't know if this is going to be worth it and so I gracefully kind of bow out of the opportunity, but I'm pretty good at reading clients. What are you most fired up about? Oh, my awesome Facebook group for entrepreneurs um, called Generation Insiders. So I launched this incredible community just about three months ago, and it's over 600 active members, which I know to you probably doesn't sound big, but um, it's a very, very engaged community and everybody's helping each other. It's it's seriously great. I do a, a live weekly training and we get really good engagement. Um, we share tips and strategies. And the most incredible thing that's happening now is that the entrepreneurs in this community are also helping each other. So I kind of founded it as a way for me to reach more people and for me to help solve problems that entrepreneurs were having. But and I and I do spend a lot of time in this group and I read every comment and I read every question. And I try to answer as much as I can. But when I'm working on other things and I jump back in, I see that this community is is helping each other. And it's bringing me so much joy. It's reigniting my fire for my own business. And I'm just really fired up about the Generation Insiders community. I mean, 600 active members is incredibly exciting, Fire Nation. And I'll tell you what else is exciting, the lightning round. And we're about to get there right now, so don't you go anywhere. We're going to take a quick minute to thank our sponsors. 
Growing your business has everything to do with knowing exactly whom you're serving, but a lot of businesses don't put in the time to break down the barrier between them and their customers. Qualaroo gives you the power to do just that. Start engaging with your customers in real time, collect valuable insights, and increase conversions. With Qualaroo's real-time surveys, you can ask your customers for feedback at the ideal moment. They know what they want. Sometimes you just need to ask. It also integrates with a dozen tools that you use every day like Salesforce and Optimizely, plus at companies like Uber, eBay, Spotify, Zillow, and many more, they all rely on Qualaroo to understand and better serve their audience. With class-leading targeting and segmentation ability, it's easy to ask the right users the right questions at the right time. Join the industry leaders and take the guesswork out of your growth strategy. Visit Qualaroo.com and you'll get your first two weeks of service for free when you sign up. That's Q-U-A-L-A-R-O-O.com. Fire Nation, you've decided it's time to grow your team and you can't wait to have someone on board who can help you with the day-to-day tasks in your biz. But finding the perfect hire is tough. That's why when it comes to hiring, we recommend ZipRecruiter.com. In fact, we've just hired our newest team member using ZipRecruiter. Find candidates in any city, industry, and nationwide. All it takes is one click to post your job to 100 plus job sites. Then watch the qualified candidates roll into ZipRecruiter's easy to use interface. The best part is there aren't any emails or calls to juggle. We just screened our candidates, we rated them, and then we hired the right person fast. Find out today why Zip Recruiter has been used by over 800,000 businesses. Right now, you can post jobs on Zip Recruiter for free by visiting ziprecruiter.com slash fire. That's ziprecruiter.com slash fire. And just one more time, try it for free, ziprecruiter.com slash fire. Jen, are you prepared for the lightning rounds? I'm ready. Let's do it. Yeah. What was holding you back from becoming an entrepreneur? The fear of disappointing my parents. What is the best advice you've ever received? This is a really good one. I was really fortunate when I first started my company to get a meeting with Tom O'Malia, who was the director of entrepreneurship at USC Business School. And I kind of used my USC law school connections to get a meeting with him. And um, my husband was in the MBA program there and said, Jen, this guy is so awesome. And I asked him if he'd be willing to meet with you. And he said, yes. So I got an hour of this man's time and it kind of set my business on the right course right at the beginning. So the first question that Mr. O'Malley asked me to consider was, how do I lev- how do I leverage myself? So he kind of guided me towards building a firm rather than being a consultant. And he said, focus on my credibility, my contacts, and my contracts. And he also said, as I'm building a firm, that there are finders, minders, and grinders. And finders drive Porsches, <laughs> minders take care of people, and the grinders do the work and, and burn out. And he asked me, what do I want to be? Um, and another thing that he said to me that stuck with me was the greatest moment in entrepreneurial life is a sale you know nothing about. Mm. And I know, John, you've experienced that a lot. <laughs> and so I'm working towards that digital um, online model so that I can, you know, help more people, but also have these sales that I know nothing about. <laughs> um, and then the final thing, and this is especially true now that I have children, is Mr. O'Malley kind of drove the point home that time is a finite resource. 
And I should be really focused on activities that I enjoy, that I'm passionate about, that grow my business, that generate revenue and kind of say no and know that that's acceptable for me to say no to other opportunities that don't have those goals in mind. Sounds like this guy needs to be on EO Fire, Jen. Oh, he's amazing. He's amazing. Yeah, he's incredible. What's a personal habit that contributes to your success? List making. Oh, and uh, and and the Pomodoro method for kind of oh, intense focus sprints. Yeah, totally getting a lot done using that Pomodoro method. And also with my list making, I create actionable steps that move me forward to my bigger goals. So it's not just focusing on like the goal itself, but breaking it down into smaller tasks and putting those on the to-do list and, and really focusing on that. Can you share an internet resource like Evernote with Fire Nation? Oh, I love Wonderlist. Um, it, it's a great tool because, you know, again, I do a lot of lists. I make a lot of lists and it syncs up from your computer to your iPhone to your tablet. And um, it's, you can share a list. So I have a list going with each of my team members so that we can um, add tasks and I can monitor their progress and assign a deadline to it. And it's just such a great, it's a great tool. I love Wonderlist. I have things in there like personal life stuff, like what do I need at Trader Joe's and, you know, basic stuff that I can kind of take out of my head and put onto the list and know that it's handled. I miss Trader Joe's in Puerto Rico. Oh, we'll have to send you some (laughs) cookie butter. Yeah. Uh, If you could recommend one book for our listeners, what would it be and why? Well, my friend Doug Foley of the Happiness of Pursuit podcast, he recently recommended The Slight Edge by Jeff Olson. Have you read it? I've read it and I love it. Yeah, it's it's a really simple but logical principle of how you can create really big, huge results from just small, simple daily activities. So, you know, focusing on one thing that you do every day, like read 10 to 20 pages of a book. And, you know, instead of looking at a book and saying, I have to tackle the whole thing, just kind of focus on reading a little bit at a time. And if you do 10 pages a day, you could read like 12 books by the end of the year and pick up so many new skills. And so I'm focused on that. And and actually another book I'm reading right now, which I'm really enjoying, again, I'm trying to unplug. I really am. And so so I'm reading, <laughs> I'm reading Manage Your Day-to-Day, Build Your Routine, Find Your Focus, and Sharpen Your Creative Mind, which is from the 99U book series. And my social media strategist, Alex, recommended this to me. And I'm loving this book. It's really giving some actionable tips for how to kind of focus on that unplug factor that, I'm, that so eludes me. And have you read uh, The Compound Effect? No, I haven't. Okay, real quick. So Darren Hardy, who was the founder of Success Magazine, he wrote... The Entrepreneur Roller Coaster pretty recently, but his book, The Compound Effect, is like the perfect book to read after The Slight Edge because he was mentored by Jeff Olson. So oh. he kind of like wrote the continuation to The Slight Edge. Great book, The Compound Effect. And Jen, I want to end today on fire with a parting piece of guidance from you. The best way that we can connect with you, then we'll say goodbye. I'm on all social media at Generation PR with a J. I'd love to see Fire Nation over on Instagram and in Facebook. My Facebook group is Generation Entrepreneurs. Um, ask to be added and we'll, we'll let you in. And um, yeah, and I'm on Twitter as well. I'm, I'm, I'm everywhere. You can't get away from me. <laughs> and a parting piece of guidance. Focus on adding value. Um, one of my favorite quotes is, strive not to be of success, but rather to be of value. And I just really focus on that in my own business. And I found that the more value that I give, the more that comes back to me. So really focus on adding value in your business, in your personal life, wherever you can. Give more than you get. 
Fire Nation, you're the average of the five people you spend the most time with, and you've been hanging out with Generation and JLD today, so keep up the heat. And head over to eofire.com. Just type Jennifer in the search bar. Her show notes page will pop up with everything that we've been talking about today. Best show notes in the biz, Fire Nation, timestamped, links galore, and again, Find her on social media and all the books, including Facebook. And Jen, I want to thank you for sharing your journey with Fire Nation today. For that, we salute you and we'll catch you on the flip side. Thank you. Hey, Fire Nation. Hope you enjoyed today's chat with Generation. And a question for you. Are you ready to set your skills on fire? New opportunities for entrepreneurs are coming up all the time, and I am committed to learning these skills and then teaching you Snapchat, Facebook Live, Instagram, you name it. I teach it at skillsonfire.com, and I'll catch you there or I'll catch you on the flip side. Are you ready to find your perfect hire but not sure where to start? When it comes to hiring, we recommend ZipRecruiter.com. Right now, you can post jobs on ZipRecruiter for free by going to ZipRecruiter.com slash fire. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash fire.